Welcome to the Anxious Pastor Podcast, a podcast where I talk about life, stress, worry, and depression, not as an expert, but as a person who deals with this stuff every day. My name's Aaron Lee, and I'm a pastor out of Louisville, Kentucky. My goal is that you don't feel alone in this struggle and that we figure it out together. Let's get trying. Welcome, everybody, to the Anxious Pastor Podcast. I'm so excited about today's podcast. Today, I have my first ever guest, and I have to admit, she is the prettiest guest I will ever have. Today, I have my wife, Jerrica, with me. Jerrica, are you excited to be here? I'm very excited. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. You sound excited. I am. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. In today's episode, we've entitled it, Anxious and Surviving Marriage. We'll talk about how anxiety has affected our marriage, the struggle that comes along with it, and maybe some of the things that we've done to get a better handle on working on it together. So if you're married, we pray that you will be encouraged and and that you know that you're not alone. Also, if you're not married, please don't write this off. Don't write this episode off. We believe that this can apply to relationships and future relationships as well. So let's get rolling. Jerrica, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about us and our history together, how we met and all that good stuff. We met at church camp when I was nine and you were 11 and I have loved you ever since. Oh, please tell me more about that. I'm sure you're never tired of hearing that. Yeah. You think I'm making it up, but it's true. I have loved you ever since I was nine years old, even though I was too intimidated to talk to you. Jarek and I have been married for over 12 years now. We have three chaos-creating boys, and I would love to say that it's been daisies and sunshines, but we both can tell you that it's not. Uh, It's been hard at times, but anything that's worth anything can be hard and will be hard. And so I know that Jarek and I both have known that this is worth it, that it's important for us to uh, be there for one another. And I'm very thankful for you, babe, for for being such a loving, compassionate, and gracious person. And I just have to acknowledge that not everyone, I know that not everyone has that in their lives. Yeah. And so I, I do, I just want to acknowledge that for a second that I'm blessed and I, I get that, but I also understand that some of you out there listening, this may be hard for you. You may be feeling like things are one-sided in your marriage. And so hopefully if you can have an open dialogue, these things can help be an encouragement to you as a couple. Absolutely. When it comes to anxiety in marriage, one of the things that Jarek and I have come to realize is, is actually no one can really prepare you for these types of struggles, especially early on in your marriage. You just you don't really realize what you're getting yourself into and maybe how to deal with struggles like anxiety as a couple. You know, I know we went through premarital counseling and it seemed to only focus on things like finances, who's mowing the grass, who's doing the dishes, and they never really seemed to address personality differences and the conflict that arose because of them. Jerrica, what would you say that we've learned about each other in regards to our personalities, particularly since we've been married? We've definitely learned how different we are from one another. Absolutely. I mean, night and day difference. But we've also learned to appreciate those differences. And I think it's great because we each bring something unique 
uh, to our marriage where I am an extroverted, want to be around people as much as I possibly can. You are introverted and grounded and we, we balance each other out. Can, can I say something right here? Yes, you may. I, I envision it like this. You are the one that sees the world as Muppets. Absolutely. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> no. And I see the world as the walking dead. Oh. So so I'm trying to run from them oh. and you're trying to run to them. Yowza. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just one example of how different we are. Exactly. But something that has helped us know our differences is the Enneagram personality test. I am a top two and Aaron is a top five. And those are so drastically different from each other. And I honestly think that it would benefit every couple to know what their type is and what their spouse's type is. I feel like it would only help people to have a better understanding of where their spouse is coming from when they approach a circumstance or situation or decision that needs to be made. And see, that's what leads us into the next thing is that when we have different personalities, it's easy for us to feel like we're on different teams, that we're different people, that we're not the same. And because we're different, I look at Jerrica as someone that I expect to be like me. And she looks at me as someone that she expects to be like her. And the reality is, is that we're on the same team. We actually should complement each other. But the problem is, is no one really tells you that. And so you go into a marriage and it's actually a lot harder than you think. The second thing kind of, we've kind of hit on it a little bit, but anxiety can put a dividing line on the relationship. So anxiety is something I deal with. Jerrica, even, I think we were talking about this earlier. She even, since we've had kids, has started having anxiety. Just it was a little harder for her than she ever had to deal with before. Like you said, you're a very happy, joyful person, and and that's very true. But I don't think anybody's immune to anxiety. And so I think anxiety has, has created tension in our relationship and has made us feel like there's no middle ground at times. And so it, situations that would come about where Jerrica wants to do something or I want to do something or I don't want to do something, that's probably more common. It has put us against each other and it's felt like we're on separate sides and kind of drew a line in between her and I. And so I think anxiety can put that dividing line on your relationship. I think here's the, here's the other thing that we deal with and have dealt with, and it's that we both have felt helpless. As a husband who deals with anxiety, I constantly felt like an outsider, even in my own family. And I also felt a lot of guilt because I knew Jericho was struggling just as much as I was with the issue that I had. And then on top of the things she's dealing with in her own life. And so, so I, yeah, I think both of us have felt helpless. Jerrica, you want to talk a little bit more about how you felt helpless as a spouse knowing I dealt with anxiety? It has been really hard to see you deal with anxiety because as your spouse, I wanted so badly to always only help you. Yeah. And I've had to learn the hard way that I can't, always help when you're feeling anxious. Yeah. You've done a good job telling me, you know, it's not my fault uh, when you feel anxious. But like as your wife, I feel like it's my job to help 
pull you out of that. Mm-hmm. And I've had to realize that I can't. And that feeling of helplessness can be so discouraging. Yeah. I feel like a failure when I can't make you happy. But I will say I've done a better job in the last couple of years knowing that even though I don't feel like there's anything I can do to help you when you feel like that, I can remind you of the truths that you're loved. I'm not going anywhere, even on your worst days, and you will never go through this alone. I can say firsthand that beginning in our marriage, I did not feel that. Right. We didn't know that that was really what was going on. I would almost say that even at that time, we didn't know what anxiety really was. Yes. And so, yeah, you've done a great job of encouraging me in that way. Before we go any further, I'd like to acknowledge something. This is our strategy, and we can't guarantee that it'll work for everyone. But I believe our hope is that, you know, it can be an encouragement to you. It can be a way to get your mind working towards some creative ways that might help your marriage when it comes to this topic. But one thing I know is true, and this is this is universal to every marriage. We must acknowledge that we're on the same team and that we're not enemies. We are not enemies. I can't say that enough. I talked about that, I think, in a previous episode where I was talking about happy, joyful people. Obviously, my wife is that example for me in my life. Well, when I learned that she was a compliment to me rather than totally against me, it changed my perspective. Jerrica, what's something that you wish you had known about anxiety when it comes to how it affects our marriage? Uh It's kind of like what I said in the previous question, but I wish I would have known that it wasn't my fault. I feel like that put the focus on me and focusing on me when you needed my focus. It was just hurting both of us. Yeah, I thought for the first several years of our marriage that I was responsible for your happiness. And I thought if you were feeling anything other than joy, then I wasn't doing my part. But that put a lot of unnecessary stress on us both that didn't need to be there. Right. So I wish I could have known that there would be seasons when you just weren't okay and that that was okay. Yeah. And that sounds weird, but it's okay to not be okay as long as you're doing something about it, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that's that's something important that we need to maybe spend just a minute on. You have to acknowledge where you're at. Yes. And I think having a spouse or or being a spouse that can, one, share that. So I can say to you, Jerrica, where I'm at right now, nothing is going to change how I feel. I've tried different things and, and there have been some seasons where some things have worked. I'm actually on medication, which I believe has helped. You have to figure that out personally, whether that's something you feel like you should do and you have to talk to your doctor about those things. But I do think leading up to getting back on medicine or whatever, those were some dark times. And really, there was nothing that you could have done to make me happy. And that wasn't your fault. That was just where I was, right? So I think I think that's just a good reminder that because we were in two different type seasons, it doesn't mean we're on different teams. And With that, I wish I would have known that just because you had some seasons that were tough for us, that that didn't mean that every season would be like that. We've had ups and downs just like 
any other couple. Sure. And honestly, knowing our downs mm-hmm. makes me appreciate our ups all yeah. the more. Yeah, absolutely. I think just talking about this, even sitting right here talking about it for us is good. It's therapeutic. It is. <laughs> it is because we just don't, we don't do it enough. And I think it's important for us to acknowledge that we carry equal weight. And when one of us is weary, uh, the other steps up. And and we've had seasons like that. And it's, I will admit, Jerrica does a whole lot more of it than I do for her. Um, but there have been seasons that, especially once we had kids, where I had to lay my pride down for a little bit and step into that more. and. Honestly, that's refined me to be a better person. And I think I've gotten better and better as we've had kids and just acknowledging that. But um, yeah, so I think I think we just have to learn to step up and help one another out. You know, there's days when I come home and I'm beat up with anxiety. And even though Jerrica has dealt with our psycho children all day, that's terrible. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She'll tell me to go take a break and be by myself um, because she knows like that's kind of what I need to recharge. And um, and so I think those are just helpful things. Sometimes if you can carry the weight for a little bit longer, give me a chance to take a breather and decompress some of the things I've been feeling throughout the day. It, it really changes my mood coming back around. And so I think that's huge. My kids are not psycho, by the way. I just like to joke about it. Thank you for saying that. They're not. They are amazing and exhausting and hilarious and infuriating all within five minutes of any given day. The next thing I think that's important for us to do is that we need to plan ahead. Something that we've done or we've started doing more recently is acknowledging a situation which could cause me anxiety or stress before we even go into it. You know, like our family went on this mini vacation this summer up to an indoor water park. And we had we had to kind of plan because we did it last summer. And we kind of had to plan through this because it wasn't the greatest experience last year. And <laughs> I mean, I know Jerrica's sitting over there like laughing because like it wasn't. But what it did do is remind us like, hey, Aaron's going to be a little stressed out during this. So let's make some better plans to diminish that. And I think we did things, little things like the time that we left to avoid traffic, the having our kids ready for the water park before we even get in the car to go to this place. So there's just little things like that that were practical, but planning ahead, I think, makes a huge difference. So Jerrica, what are some ways you feel like we've we've done better about this? I think we've realized how much more stressful it is for both of us if we don't plan ahead. So in knowing that, I think we've prioritized planning. I've come to realize that the more time you have to process something, the better. So as soon as I hear about a social event or a get-together or whatever, I try to bring it to your attention so you'll have ample time to process what you need in order to prepare for it. Yeah, yeah. Something else I think we've done well is we leave room for you to be able to excuse yourself from an environment in case your anxiety flares up. Yeah. We drive separately 
to a friend's house yeah. or we plan time for you to be on your own if our family does go on a trip. I think it helps for you to know you have options in situations that can cause you to be anxious rather than just feeling stuck. Yeah. So we just try to leave room for that. Absolutely. At, you know, as I hear you talking about all this stuff, I'm, <laughs> I continually think to myself, man, I'm just so selfish. Like I get all this like extra time thanks to you and all no. this stuff. But here's the thing, and and I think this is where you what you've done well is you acknowledge that it isn't that I don't want to be doing something. Right. It's that I am I'm struggling. Like I am feeling this pressure that is hard for other people to understand. And I think coming to an awareness, coming to an acknowledgement of it really changes the game, especially for the spouse that's supporting the one that's anxious. What I have come to realize is that in giving you those opportunities, it allows you to be much more engaged with us when you're there. Mm -hmm. And that's, for me, it's quality over quantity. Yeah, I would rather when you're with us that you're not anxious, you're not stressed. And while that's not always the case, when you have those times that you can just take a breather, take a break, kind of you know, ground yourself from whatever was, you know, you felt overwhelmed by or whatever the case may be. You're with us and you're not withdrawn or distracted. Yeah. More present. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you can plan ahead, but here's something I, you know, I just feel like I have to acknowledge. Sometimes the unexpected happens and you just can't be prepared for it. And this is what I'm, I have such a hard time accepting but the best thing you can do is literally stop and take a deep breath and embrace it. I'm, I'm, but trust me, I, I realize it's easier said than done. And then the last thing I think you can do, and this is pretty obvious, and I think we've talked about it because, and that's what it is, we talk about it. That's that's the topic. That's the thing you got to do. You got to acknowledge that you're on the same team. You're planning ahead uh, is nothing if you don't talk about it. Only good can come from talking about your struggles with your spouse. Expectations and misunderstandings, they'll wreck your marriage if, you, if you're not having an open dialogue. Preach. And I've said it before, but you can't expect people to know what you're feeling. So you got to talk. And so I, I think that's something that changed the game several years ago for Jerick and I, both in um, the anxiety struggle, some of my pornography struggles. I had to be able to have an open dialogue with my wife for her to understand where I was coming from, the things I was dealing with. And then you can start putting a strategy in place that allows you to do something really great. Jerica, you got anything else to add to the overall discussion before we close out? One thing that I think needs to be mentioned is how protective you have to be of one another even when you may not feel like it. Yes. In this age of social media, Absolutely. you know, all the platforms, whatever, it's so easy to compare your life to someone else's well-curated, photo-worthy life, whether as a spouse, yep. as a parent, as an employee, as a person. Yeah. I think it's so important that you are open and honest with your spouse when either of you is struggling. Only good 
can come, in my opinion, from open communication. Now, that's not to say that it will feel good to listen to your spouse be honest about how they're feeling. Yeah. Or, in my case, speaking up, knowing that what I'm saying could and most likely will cause you stress or anxiety, but it will bring more good to our marriage than staying silent and trying to figure it out on our own ever would. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really good because the world has this really terrible thing of making us compare ourselves to other people. And really, we just need to be talking to one another. Right. Not looking at everybody else's life and hoping that that's what our life's going to be like. And I'll go just a step further with that. If you're going to fight for your marriage, you can't be afraid to do the things that are necessary. Um, don't be afraid to go to counseling if you need counseling. That is whatever that stigma is that tells us that you're a failure if you do that. That's a lie. Can we throw that out? I know it's. I mean, there is help that can come from those things. Now, I would absolutely encourage you to find the right person to help you with that versus just some random Joe that you walk into their office and ask them to help. But at the same time, I think it's important to fight. If you're going to fight, use every weapon that you can use, you know? So as we're closing up here, I just have to say, I think this is such a powerful, powerful thing. And I appreciate, Jerrica, I appreciate you. And I I appreciate everything you, um, all the love and the grace you've shown me, but all the insight you give too, because I think you bring the perspective. I'm the anxious guy. You're not quite as anxious. You're married to the anxious guy. guy. That's right. (laughs) And so I think you bring a perspective that also helps those people that are dealing with or helping someone that's dealing with that. So thanks for doing that, babe. Appreciate you. So if you wouldn't mind, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, review it, tell your friends, follow us on Instagram. Hey, and join our anxious pastor community. It's a group on Facebook. Look it up on there. It's just a great place where we're going to talk about just continue the conversation and talk about next things to come. You can share some ideas and we'll just get to trying together in this way. And you can check out the anxiouspastor.com, see a little more about what we're doing. And we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. And our next episode, Jerrica is actually going to come back. Man, it's so awesome that I could like <laughs> book you twice. That's amazing. <laughs> and we're going to talk about being anxious and being a parent. So be sure to check that out. And thanks for stopping by. Have a wonderful day. Bye, y'all.